The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. And welcome to part three of my top 10 begonias. If you haven't listened to parts one and two, then do go back and plug your ears into those first, because this will make a whole lot more sense. But perhaps you've come here because you love Begonia Masoniana. I guess that's fine too, because this is an awesome plant and indeed the third of my Begonia top 10. Why have I picked this particular plant? Well, I just think this one is an iconic begonia that has been popular in the UK houseplant trade and in the rest of the world since about the mid-50s when this plant was first introduced. And that brings us to a little chat about where it comes from. This plant, unlike yesterday's begonia, which was from South America. This one is from Southeast Asia. So it grows in certain parts of China and Vietnam. And it grows again in tropical forest understories. So it grows from a fleshy underground storage organ or fleshy stem. And that hopefully keeps it going if it is allowed to dry out a bit. I have to say, it's not quite as bulletproof as my first choice, the eyelash begonia, begonia boweri. This one will react more dramatically if it's allowed to dry out. So the name Masoniana, you may wonder where that comes from. Well, the chap who popularised this plant in the houseplant world was Morris Mason, and I have to say, this is one of those chaps that I would love to have met, but sadly, he died in the early 90s. I'll include in the show notes a picture of his tombstone, which is delightfully covered in foliage, actually. It's rather an unusual tombstone, but rather lovely. I think I might uh, keep that one in the old back pocket for future reference, if you know what I mean. So who was Morris Mason? He wasn't actually a botanist. He was a farmer from Norfolk and an amateur grower of houseplants. Apparently at his collecting peak, he had 18 glasshouses devoted to plants at his home, which was called Talbot Manor. He exhibited at the Chelsea Flower Show, so maybe we shouldn't be describing him as an amateur, but he was a prolific plant collector. And Begonia masoniana was one of the species that he collected. And it ended up winning best new plant at a Belgian plant show called the Ghent Floralis in 1955. And he won a gold medal at Chelsea, actually, for his displays of Begonia. According to a piece in the Begonian, the American Begonia Society magazine or slash journal, he was described 
by Bill Voss as a larger-than-life character. Not a timid gentleman, his judgments on people and events were often blunt and freely delivered. He was known for generosity and great fun to be with. So there you go. Uh, I would love to have met this chap. He sounds like a right character. And I'll link in the show notes to a picture of Begonia Masoniana growing in one of the glass houses at Talbot Manor, which is rather delightful. What is there to be said about the looks of this begonia? One of the characteristics I love in a begonia is a crinkled leaf. And this one does have very intensely corrugated leaves, which have a neon green colour. But the central feature is the incredible chocolatey brown splodge at the centre. That has earned it the name Iron Cross Begonia. Depending on the size of the leaves, it will have a certain number of kind of prongs to it. It is a bit of a Rorschach test, if you can put it that way, the ink blot test, because it does change according to the size uh, of the plant. What you don't want to do is get this plant mixed up with another very similar looking Begonia, Begonia variegata, which comes from Vietnam and does look very similar, barring the fact that the leaves have that chocolatey brown colour as a margin, as well as the splodge in the centre. There are quite a number of cultivars that have been produced from Begonia masoniana, and the Eden Collection has come up with a few different cultivars, which they've called River, Mountain, Jungle and Rock. Those are pictured in the ABS piece I've just mentioned, so I'll put a link to that in the show notes. The ABS description of the leaves I rather love. The surface texture of the leaves is puckered and coarse. It is made up of pustules with a red hair growing from the tip of each minute pimple. The leaf margins are serrated and hairy. It also should be mentioned that the stems are hairy too. This is one hairy plant. It's not a big flower. Um, it does have the kind of classic begonia flowers, but not in any great extent. You really are focusing on the leaves. This species has a reputation as being rather tricky. I have not found it that difficult and I have killed quite a few begonias in my time. And once you get the plant past a tiny stage, it does get easier to grow. And I think with these kind of begonias, it really is worth going for that free draining potting mix. I will talk more about this in the finale of the episode. But yes, free draining compost really helps keep it nice and moist. But that water will move quickly away from the roots. So if you can get this begonia up to a decent size, I think it is just a showstopper. Google this plant and just go and have a look at some of the images of really big, well-grown ones. It is amazing. And I don't think it's very easy to top, actually. My own specimen is doing very well. There are some pictures of it in the show notes. I'm pretty proud of it. It came from Dibley's Nursery in the UK, which is a begonia and gesneriad nursery in North Wales. And you usually can buy this plant from them as a plug plant quite cheaply and then grow it on into a decent size. So that is number three in my list of top 10 begonias. Uh, thank you to those of you who've already been in touch telling me about your top 10 begonias and Silverroot's houseplants, lovely houseplant shop, have suggested begonia tamaya. That isn't actually in the top 10. I need to talk about that at some point because it's got a bit of an interesting history behind it. Uh, it is very easy to grow 
but it's not one that's in my top 10. You're going to have to wait till tomorrow to find out what's next. So until tomorrow, remember, begin with a begonia and you can't go far wrong. Bye! The music you heard in this episode was Roll Jordan Roll by The Joy Drops and Whistle by Benjamin Banger. Both tracks are licensed under Creative Commons. Visit the show notes for details.